Lech Lecha, Go Out Genesis 12 1 17 27 Isaiah 40 27 41 16 John 8 51 58 October 16, 2021 10 Hishvan or 9 Tishrei The Call of Abram Gen 12 to 1 Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Gen 12 to 2 And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Gen 12 to 3 And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Gen 12 to 4 So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him, and Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran. Gen 12 to 5 And Abram took Sarai his wife, and Lot his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. Gen 12 to 6 And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sikkim, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. Gen 12 to 7 And the Lord appeared unto Abram, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land, and there builded he an altar unto the Lord, who appeared unto him. Gen 12 to 8 And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel, and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west, and high on the east, and there he builded an altar unto the Lord, and called upon the name of the Lord. Gen 12 to 9 And Abram journeyed, going on still toward the south. Abram and Sarai in Egypt. Gen 12 10 And there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down into Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. Gen 12 11 And it came to pass, when he was come near to enter into Egypt, that he said unto Sarai his wife, Behold now, I know that thou art a fair woman to look upon. Gen 12 12 Therefore it shall come to pass, when the Egyptians shall see thee, that they shall say, This is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save thee alive. Gen 12 13 Say, I pray thee, thou art my sister, that it may be well with me for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. Gen 12 14 And it came to pass, that, when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman that she was very fair. Gen 12 15 The princes also of Pharaoh saw her, and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. Gen 12 16 And he entreated Abram well for her sake, and he had sheep and oxen, and he asses and men servants, and maidservants, and she asses and camels. Gen 12 17 And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai Abram's wife. Gen 12 18 And Pharaoh called Abram and said, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Why didst thou not tell me that she was thy wife? Gen 12 19 Why saidst thou, She is my sister? So I might have taken her to me to wife, now therefore behold thy wife, take her, and go thy way. Gen 12 20 And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away, and his wife, and all that he had. Abram and Lot separate. Gen 13 1 And Abram went up out of Egypt, he, and his wife, and all that he had, and Lot with him, into the south. Gen 13 2 And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Gen 13 3 And he went on his journeys from the south even to Bethel, unto the place where his tent had been at the beginning, between Bethel and Hai. Gen 13 4 Unto the place of the altar, which he had made there at the first, and there Abram called on the name of the Lord. Gen 13 5 And Lot also, which went with Abram, had flocks, and herds, and tents. Gen 13-6 And the land was not able to bear them, that they might dwell together, 
for their substance was great, so that they could not dwell together. Gen 13-7 And there was a strife between the herdmen of Abram's cattle and the herdmen of Lot's cattle, and the Canaanite and the Perizzite dwelled then in the land. Gen 13-8 And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife, I pray thee, between me and thee, and between my herdmen and thy herdmen, for we be brethren. Gen 13-9 Is not the whole land before thee? Separate thyself, I pray thee, from me, if thou wilt take the left hand, then I will go to the right, or if thou depart to the right hand, then I will go to the left. Gen 13:10 And Lot lifted up his eyes, and beheld all the plain of Jordan, that it was well watered everywhere, before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, even as the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as thou comest unto Zoar. Gen 13:11 Then Lot chose him all the plain of Jordan, and Lot journeyed east, and they separated themselves the one from the other. Gen 13:12 Abram dwelled in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelled in the cities of the plain, and pitched his tent toward Sodom. Gen 13:13 But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. Gen 13:14 And the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. Gen 13:15 For all the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. Gen 13:16 And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Gen 13:17 Arise, walk through the land in the length of it and in the breadth of it, for I will give it unto thee. Gen 13:18 Then Abram removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron, and built there an altar unto the Lord. Abram rescues Lot. Gen 14 to 1 And it came to pass in the days of Amraphel king of Shinar, Ariak king of Elisar, Kedorlaomer king of Elam, and Tidal king of nations. Gen 14 to 2 That these made war with Bera king of Sodom, and with Bersha king of Gomorrah, Shinab king of Adma, and Shemeber king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, which is Zoar. Gen 14 to 3 All these were joined together in the vale of Siddim, which is the Salt Sea. Gen 14 to 4 Twelve years they served Kedorlaomer, and in the thirteenth year they rebelled. Gen 14 to 5 And in the fourteenth year came Kedorlaomer, and the kings that were with him, and smote the Rephames in Asheroth Karnaim, and the Zuzims in Ham, and the Amims in Shaveh Kiriathaim. Gen 14 to 6 And the Horites in their Mount Seir, unto Elburn, which is by the wilderness. Gen 14 to 7 And they returned, and came to Enmishpat, which is Kadesh, and smote all the country of the Amalekites, and also the Amorites, that dwelt in Hazes on Tamar. Gen 14 to 8 And there went out the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Admah, and the king of Zeboim, and the king of Bela, the same as Zoar, and they joined battle with them in the vale of Siddim. Gen 14 to 9 With Kedorlaomer the king of Elam, and with Tidal king of nations, and Amraphel king of Shinar, and Ariak king of Elisar, four kings with five. Gen 14:10 And the vale of Siddim was full of slime pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and fell there, and they that remained fled to the mountain. Gen 14:11 And they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all their victuals, and went their way. Gen 14:12 And they took Lot, Abram's brother's son, who dwelt in Sodom, and his goods, and departed. Gen 14:13 And there came one that had escaped, and told Abram the Hebrew, for he dwelt in the plain of Mamre the Amorite, brother of Eshcol, and brother of Aner, and these were confederate with Abram. Gen 14:14 14, 14, And when Abram heard that his brother was taken captive, 
He armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Gen 14:15, And he divided himself against them, he and his servants, by night, and smote them, and pursued them unto Hobah, which is on the left hand of Damascus. Gen 14:16, And he brought back all the goods, and also brought again his brother Lot, and his goods, and the women also, and the people. Abram blessed by Melchizedek. Gen 14:17, And the king of Sodom went out to meet him after his return from the slaughter of Kedorlaomer, and of the kings that were with him, at the valley of Shaveh, which is the king's dale. Gen 14:18, And Melchizedek king of Salem brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. Noach's son Shem could still be alive and it is believed that this kingly title was given to Shem. Yeshua does not claim earthly kingship as his kingship is in heaven. He will rule heaven and earth at the same time. Gen 14:19, And he blessed him, and said, Blessed be Abram of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Gen 14:20, And blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand. And he gave him tithes of all. Gen 14:21, And the king of Sodom said unto Abram, Give me the persons, and take the goods to thyself. Gen 14:22, And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the Most High God, the possessor of heaven and earth. Gen 14:23, That I will not take from a thread even to a shoe latchet, and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. Gen 14:24, Save only that which the young men have eaten, and the portion of the men which went with me, Aner, Eshkol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. This king of Sodom is like Satan who wants the souls. God's Covenant with Abram Gen 15-1 After these things the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield, and thy exceeding great reward. Gen 15-2 And Abram said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus. Gen 15-3 And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and, lo, one born in my house is mine heir. Gen 15-4 And, behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. Gen 15-5 And he brought him forth abroad, and said, Look now toward heaven, and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. Gen 15-6 And he believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Gen 15-7 And he said unto him, I am the Lord that brought thee out of your of the Chaldees, to give thee this land to inherit it. Gen 15-8 And he said, Lord God, whereby shall I know that I shall inherit it? Gen 15-9 And he said unto him, Take me an heifer of three years old, and a she goat of three years old, and a ram of three years old, and a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. Gen 15-10 He took unto him all these, and divided them in the midst, and laid each piece one against another, but the birds divided he not. Gen 15-11 And when the fowls came down upon the carcasses, Abram drove them away. Gen 15-12 And when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and, lo, an horror of great darkness fell upon him. Gen 15-13 He said unto Abram, Know of a surety that thy seed shall be a stranger in a land that is not theirs, and shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. This looks to Yeshua Jesus' 4,000-year arrival on earth where it was dark with kings killing children for fear of them taking their thrones from them. Yeshua enters into the wilderness where he is tormented day 40. 
4 is the letter Dalit meaning door, entrance. It brings culmination to a situation. Today, men fear the same and thus remove the educated people and numb down our people, no schools open, injections to numb our thinking. Gen 15:14 and also that nation, whom they shall serve, will I judge, and afterward shall they come out with great substance. Gen 15:15 and thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace, thou shalt be buried in a good old age. Gen 15:16 but in the fourth generation they shall come hither again, for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. Gen 15:17 and it came to pass that when the sun went down and it was dark, behold a smoking furnace and a burning lamp that passed between those pieces. Gen 15:18 In the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed have I given this land, from the river of Egypt unto the great river, the river Euphrates. Gen 15:19 The Kenites, and the Kensites, and the Cadmonites. Gen 15:20 And the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephames. Gen 15:21 And the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Sarai and Hagar. Gen 16-1 Now Sarai Abram's wife bare him no children, and she had an handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. Gen 16-2 And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord hath restrained me from bearing, I pray thee, go in unto my maid, it may be that I may obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. Gen 16-3 And Sarai Abram's wife took Hagar her maid the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband Abram to be his wife. Abram left Hebron age seventy-five. He should be eighty-five years of age impregnating Hagar. He should be eighty-six when Ishmael is born. Ishmael is thirteen when he is circumcised, making Abram ninety-nine years old, yes, in one year Isaac will come forth when Abram is one hundred years of age. We can expect similar patrons in years to show up as every detail matters. In eschatology, when will today's Israel be 75 years old? When 100 years old? Bar mitzvahs are at age 13. Gen 16-4 And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived, and when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress was despised in her eyes. Gen 16-5 And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee, I have given my maid into thy bosom, and when she saw that she had conceived, I was despised in her eyes, the Lord judge between me and thee. Gen 16-6 But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand, do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly with her, she fled from her face. Gen 16-7 And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness, by the fountain in the way to Shur. Gen 16-8 And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou? And whither wilt thou go? And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress Sarai. Gen 16-9 And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress, and submit thyself under her hands. Gen 16-10 And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. Gen 16-11 And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child, and shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. Gen 16-12 And he will be a wild man, his hand will be against every man, and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Gen 16:13. And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou God seest me, for she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Gen 16:14. Wherefore the well was called Beer Laheroi, 
Behold, it is between Kadesh and Bered. Gen 16:15 And Hagar bare Abram a son, and Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare, Ishmael. Gen 16:16 16, And Abram was fourscore and six years old, when Hagar bare Ishmael to Abram. Abraham and the Covenant of Circumcision. Gen 17-1 And when Abram was ninety years old and nine, the Lord appeared to Abram, and said unto him, I am the Almighty God, walk before me, and be thou perfect. Gen 17-2 I will make my covenant between me and thee, and will multiply thee exceedingly. Gen 17-3 And Abram fell on his face, and God talked with him, saying. Gen 17-4 As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Gen 17-5 Neither shall thy name any more be called Abram, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations have I made thee. Gen 17-6 And I will make thee exceeding fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Gen 17-7 And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee in their generations for an everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. Gen 17-8 And I will give unto thee, and to thy seed after thee, the land wherein thou art a stranger, all the land of Canaan, for an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. Gen 17-9 And God said unto Abraham, Thou shalt keep my covenant therefore, thou, and thy seed after thee in their generations. Gen 17-10 This is my covenant, which ye shall keep between me and you and thy seed after thee, every man child among you shall be circumcised. Gen 17-11 And ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. Gen 17-12 And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations, he that is born in the house, or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. Gen 17-13 He that is born in thy house, and he that is bought with thy money, must needs be circumcised, and my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. Gen 17-14 And the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people, he hath broken my covenant. Isaac's birth promised. Gen 17:15 And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. Gen 17:16 And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her, yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of people shall be of her. Gen 17:17 17, 17, Then Abraham fell upon his face, and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? Gen 17:18 And Abraham said unto God, O that Ishmael might live before thee. Gen 17:19 And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. Gen 17:20 As for Ishmael, I have heard thee, behold, I have blessed him, and will make him fruitful, and will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget, and I will make him a great nation. Gen 17:21 My covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at this set time in the next year. Gen 17:22 And he left off talking with him, and God went up from Abraham. Gen 17:23 And Abraham took Ishmael his son, and all that were born in his house, and all that were bought with his money, every male among the men of Abraham's house and circumcised the flesh of their foreskin in the selfsame day, as God had said unto him. 
Gen 17:24 and Abraham was 90 years old and 9 when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. Gen 17:25 and Ishmael his son was 13 years old when he was circumcised in the flesh of his foreskin. Gen 17:26 in the selfsame day was Abraham circumcised and Ishmael his son. Gen 17:27 and all the men of his house born in the house and bought with money of the stranger were circumcised with him. Esa 40:27 Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Esa 40:28 Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. Esa 40:29 He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Esa 40:30 Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. Esa 40:31 But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Fear not, for I am with you. Esa 41 to 1 Keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength, let them come near, then let them speak, let us come near together to judgment. Esa 41-2 Who raised up the righteous man from the east, called him to his foot, gave the nations before him, and made him rule over kings? He gave them as the dust to his sword, and as driven stubble to his bow. Esa 41-3 He pursued them, and passed safely, even by the way that he had not gone with his feet. Esa 41-4 Who hath wrought and done it, calling the generations from the beginning? I the Lord, the first, and with the last, I am He. Esa 41-5 The isles saw it and feared, the ends of the earth were afraid, drew near, and came. Esa 41-6 They helped everyone his neighbor, and everyone said to his brother, Be of good courage. Esa 41-7 So the carpenter encouraged the goldsmith, and he that smootheth with the hammer him that smote the anvil, saying, It is ready for the soldering, and he fastened it with nails, that it should not be moved. Esa 41-8 But thou, Israel, Art my servant, Jacob whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham my friend. Esa 41-9 Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the chief men thereof, and said unto thee, Thou art my servant, I have chosen thee, and not cast thee away. Esa 41-10 Fear thou not, for I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God, I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Esa 41:11 Behold, all they that were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded; they shall be as nothing, and they that strive with thee shall perish. Esa 41:12 Thou shalt seek them and shalt not find them; even them that contended with thee, they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. Esa 41:13 For I the Lord thy God will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, Fear not; I will help thee. Esa 41:14 Fear not. Thou worm Jacob, and ye men of Israel, I will help thee, saith the Lord, and thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. Esa 41:15. Behold, I will make thee a new sharp threshing instrument having teeth, thou shalt thresh the mountains, and beat them small, and shalt make the hills as chaff. Esa 41:16. Thou shalt fan them, and the wind shall carry them away, and the whirlwind shall scatter them, and thou shalt rejoice in the Lord, and shalt glory in the Holy One of Israel. Joe 8:51 Verily, verily, I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never see death. 
Joe 8:52 then said the Jews unto him, Now we know that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and thou sayest, If a man keep my saying, he shall never taste of death. Joe 8:53 Art thou greater than our father Abraham, which is dead? And the prophets are dead, whom makest thou thyself? Joe 8:54 Jesus answered, If I honor myself, my honor is nothing, it is my father that honoreth me, of whom ye say, that he is your God. Joe 8:55 Yet ye have not known him, but I know him, and if I should say, I know him not, I shall be a liar like unto you, but I know him, and keep his saying. Joe 8:56 Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he sweet, and was glad. Joe 8:57 Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and hast thou seen Abraham? Joe 8:58 Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am. Abram did see Yeshua Jesus. Yeshua had come and talked with Abram along with two other messengers. After they ate a covenant meal together two of the messengers went down to Sodom while Yeshua spoke with Abram. This is when the promise of a seed to Abram through Sarah was announced. Perhaps John 8:57 is giving us a clue that this Yeshua that appeared to Abram was not yet fifty years old either. When you say Jubilee, you're saying fifty. Hebrews wouldn't say the word fifty, they say the word jubilee. Thus, Yeshua came before the jubilee year. The destruction of evil people had to happen before Isaac could be birthed. Evil people will be removed from our earth as Yeshua comes. His feet land on our earth which moves the earth's plates and mountains will fall on people. Fires will burn from volcanoes putting out the sun's light. It will be like no other day the earth has experienced. Yes, messengers keep calling people to come out of her, come out of Babylon, our world system of distractions away from God's word. Abram was an intercessor for the cities and yet not ten could be found to be righteous. Today, men do not call upon the Lord's feasts, which include the Sabbath. Today, we go on as if life is normal. In fact, I just had someone say that this isn't such a bad life when you can turn on a faucet and have running water. So, do we live in our own little world and don't see the pain and anguish felt by those persecuted? Or, is it a spiritual misunderstanding? Yes, everything may seem normal to most people, but in God's perspective when His instructions are no longer followed, it means that He has been pushed to the side and no glory and praise is given, because mankind doesn't think it's due Him, but just due to man's own efforts that He is what He has. We are so used to not seeing God act that we are like Sodomite cities who don't even miss God. In fact, it took just 42 years from when Yeshua returned to the Father after His resurrection that the Holy Temple was torn down so the soldiers could melt off its gold to be paid for their services to the Romans. Our money is becoming so worthless that invisible money seems to be in our near future. Will gold come back? I say it will. Our Creator has always been in metals, and His materials always carry more value because they are tangible. Give to the government, Caesar, what is His? If a coin has his face on it, then return it to him. Our daughter-in-law parents will memorialize a father and a mother this weekend. Wayne on October 16, 2021 and Rosie on Monday, October 18, 2021. One north of Des Moines and one near Cedar Rapids, both in Iowa. I don't know of this happening in a family much and therefore I look at this as the sixth Shemitah cycle still after an afterwave. Many are on a rush Hoshana, Yom Kippur and the Feast of Tabernacles right now during their memorials as they feels from the sighting of the sun 2021 should have been the year that had an extra month added to it instead of next year 2022. 
If this is true, then Wayne's memo mile will be Saturday and that night Yom Kippur begins where many will begin to fast because it is one of the few days that our earth is to fast, it is called, the fast. Yom Kippur is usually Tishrei 10 but we see it beginning Heshvan 10 at its dusk. It does make sense to have a day of judgment and a day of atonement, dark going into the light. Wayne's heart seemed confused whereas Grandma Rosie's heart seemed assured. That is not for us to say. We can just see that the new earthly bride Kira was celebrated by her church. We see Rosie and my husband's sister both confirming Jesus as their Savior, thus two brides presented into the heavens and our immediate family on the day of my husband's 73rd birthday. There is a saying that if you die on your birthday, your life was complete. Karen loved her little brother and always told him how much she respected his him as he shared his faith with others. My friend Elaine just told me that her son-in-law's birthday also was October 11th so that makes both of us connected to that special day that looked to brides. Then she told me her nephew was getting married on October 23rd in Ohio. That again matched up with our first granddaughter getting married that day, October 23rd, 2021. If we truly a month off schedule and most of our earth celebrated the Feast of Tabernacles a month too early, then this makes these wedding, a granddaughter and a nephew, occurring not on 17 Heshvan which is the day of deception and the day of the flood, it places Kira's bridal shower on her Hebrew birthday, Tishrei 15. Yes, she will be honored on her Hebrew birthday by rehearsing for her wedding. And, that is exactly why we participate in the Lord's Feast because all of these appointments are the rehearsal. If the Lord does not return to set up His kingdom on earth, then we look for it to be perhaps next year. But, we came together remember what our Creator did on our earth. We need to commune together as a community, we are at our own wedding looking to that heavenly wedding banquet one day presented by the Father presenting His Son Yeshua as King of the earth. As I type, I stand amazed once again at the hand of God on us. I had told Kira in a text that her wedding date was the day of deception in the Gone of Eden and it was also when the flood started, but she texts back, it will be a sweet day. And she is right. This confirms in my heart that this is the real Feast of Tabernacles for 2021. We know deception will run high and the calendar has always been the thing that seems to be contested. And then within groups that want to honor it, there is discourse among the people as to who sets the dates. Is it the Sadducees in Israel or do we look ourselves and can see whether the sun came up or didn't come up a second consecutive day? This is the test and I was sitting with the group in Arizona when that test was given, and spring was issued too soon because it was off just by a couple of days. But that couple of days made the entire difference of knowing when to remember. Check out Living Messiah's website with Mark Webb to hear an explanation of this. Thus, what a great day for our granddaughter who has loved God so much and would not even entertain a young man if he did not have a missionary's heart. My friend Sue Bader has mentored her as her own daughter. Sue is passed on now from cancer but I feel her lifelong prayers that have gone into our family are seeing fruit. Prayers are not lucky charms, but they are sincere requests that we can expect to see answered one day. We can hear men speak their opinions and we can sit and ponder their thoughts. We can also seek God for the answers about men's opinions. I'm going to go with the second Feast of Tabernacles because I know Adonai has been confirming to me with the number 42 since 2017 when our calf rose up to a specific request of raising its hood along with its head. It was Adonia's words coming out of my mouth, not mine. Thus, if someone denies its resurrection, they are denying the Holy Spirit, because that is who did it. Now, since I will now print this out to discuss with people, I'm going to tell you two more things. 
I've been moved to look into 2022 since it truly points to the sun, 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 house, house, house being the letter bait. As I did this research I called my friend in New Mexico who has also been tracking patterns with me. Since there was only agreement from her spirit and not disagreement, and then I had another confirmation happen, I'm going to tell later write about the horsemen that show up at Zechariah on one Shavat, by 20 Shavat they speak and by 24 Shavat these horsemen are told to go out and remove man's peace to instill Adonai's peace on the earth. I'm trying to stay on track so don't lose me here. Our skag mower would not start. It has gotten fickle again as my husband has been well enough to ride it all over our fields cutting down small foxtails so it doesn't seed more foxtail. Thus, a lot of hours has probably needed it to be serviced, but the family says no, it's been serviced. Anyway, we did not know how to push or pull it into the garage as the rain began to come down on it. Our fireman's son was on his way to help us shift something inside it so a human could push it. My husband tried to start it, and no go. He was backing items out of the way so it would fit in the garage and our son was just driving in to help us be able to roll it in. I decided to jump on it and was praying as I did. It would not start, and then I said loudly out loud to God, Lord, you just have to start this machine, please, you start it. I turned the key and it started and kept going as I gave it more gas through its choke. I was then driving it in the garage as our son pulled in and said, how did it start? It was prayer my friends, and my son didn't disagree and seemed at peace with the story. My husband agreed and we were all in one about how it started. It was prayer, not me but God who keeps us safe and my husband's heart ticking believe me. I say this because what happens next, is I call my friend in New Mexico since I needed more details from her text about her wedding etc. In that conversation I'm speaking quickly as I've been downloading in my brain about the Gregorian and Hebrew calendars now ready to unit as be in harmony. In that observation I noticed that Venus has transit that last 243 years. My thinking is that 42 ends things and 43 begins things as it's the first number in the next 7-year cycle. I know in my heart we're moving into day 7 or into our next thousand years of history which takes us to 6,000 to 7,000 years. And, the transition getting there has to pattern to coming out of day 6, which has year 42 as its last component. 43 is the beginning and yet connect with 42 as things push forward. It's year 1 of a 7-year cycle that will bring us to year 49, which really when complete brings in the jubilee. Every Yom Kippur brings a jubilee the scriptures say. Is it the big jubilee? Yom Kippur is a jubilee because it sets free, or it holds judgment. If people and nations repent as Moses was doing and the people were doing, that second time, they were told God would remain with them and he would help Moses to see his job through as well as to bringing these crazies into the new land. What I want to tell you is that my heart was thrilled to see February 20, 2022 show up being that very special date in our future or would it be February 22, 2022? And, perhaps it could be both, but as I typed into the night, just really enjoying copying and pasting and commenting on the current tour portion, I decided good that's done, and when I looked at the kitchen clock, it was 2.20am. Yes, 2.20 I thought yes, could it be 2.20? I had a very hard time sleeping as my covers kept falling to the floor. The wind was strong and our dog kept coming to our bedroom doorway. When I awoke the next morning, my mind and my mouth even spoke it out loud, it's February 20, 2022. Yes, it's the date of the horseman. It's when Yeshua began his 70-week ministry and 40 days in the wilderness. Yeshua Jesus came at year 4000 in our history which is midpoint from an 8,000-year program for our earth. Last week we read about Yeshua arriving to the Feast of Tabernacles, 
but he doesn't arrive until the middle of it. Here were are my friends, he's always arriving in the middle. It's a full moon on Tishri 15, for all the world to see our groom being sent from the father for his bride. We are the bride because we attach to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Yaakov. I'm finding much peace in my soul whereas it was in such distress that I could not help by cry every time I prayed to the Lord. That has never happened to me, to cry and repent when praying. We are being tormented on all sides my friends from fake this and fake that, and all of this has started in the spiritual side which has had a mandate that God's instructions are not for us today. If Jesus is Esau, and the Roman Catholic Church is called Esau, and since we seem to have gone along with this and removed some of its gods from ourselves, we are now left with just a remnant that wants to hang on to the real name of our Savior. I believe we must hold faster to what the essence of the name means. It is the seed planted that had its hull removed so a plant could rise up on our earth, to be that branch that spread out across our earth. It's the name, its characteristics that Satan can't touch. We must come together on this, and declare our Savior essence to our world. It's in that resurrection that we are saved, and it is in the Torah that sin is judged and sets us free. It is the Torah that we are told to go back to as IT is our first love. If you love the Torah, you'll find Jesus, you'll see Yeshua, Yahoo is Savior for us to claim. Michael Rood got me to put on the Hebrew calendar all of the dates that would have 24 Shabbat start at the Sabbath. It is this pattern that we can again see our Savior being a horseman coming to our earth. He uses horsemen in Revelation which connect with Zechariah. He is coming on a white horse that show resurrection, we're white right now, you the bride, and you are not wed to Esau, you are married to the God of Abraham, Isaac and Yaakov. Kira will wear white, an old-fashioned lace, showing humbleness before her king. Now I continue to close this with what I wrote last night until 2.20am to two of my close friends in Iowa. She lost her father and her husband lost his mother, and this weekend these scriptures will forever be attached to their passing. No matter what we do, we can't change God's words nor His patterns. Bless you all as you finish reading this Torah portion, get yourself out, Lecha Lecha. Sarah and Abraham live to be old as your parents live to be old. You have been good caretakers of your parents for many years. On Doug's birthday, his sister Karen called and left him a message whisper singing happy birthday along with his youngest sister Deb of whom was helping care for Karen at the time of her passing. At 5.30 p.m. I picked Tiffany and the two girls up and headed into New Hope for Kira's bridal shower at 6 p.m. It was a very enjoyable time with lots of ladies and girls there. At 8.30 p.m. we were cleaning up and I walked into our home by 9 p.m. to find Doug doing well. At 9.08 p.m. I got a text that Doug's sister Karen had passed at 9.44 p.m. FL time. It will be at the similar time that Vance's mother will pass at St. Luke's Hospital with hospice in charge. People commented to Doug that it was very sad to have that happen to him on his birthday. I looked at it differently. We will always remember Karen as a sister that truly loved her little brother dearly. Grandma Rosie will always be remembered now, too. A wonderful lady who made it to 90 years old. Kira's bridal shower will always be remembered as our first granddaughter of whom didn't want a bridal registry. She just wanted to get married to Michelle because he loves God. We have a new bride that is truly precious to the Lord. We have two other brides who entered their own bridal shower but via the heavens. Three brides, one earthly in love with Jesus and two others who loved him as well, of whom went to their own wedding banquet. All of these brides will one day meet up again. It's as if two were taken and one was left behind. And, another interesting God thing, your family has double celebrations. 
I'm praying that the sadness can be turned to joy. There is a season for everything and life is a wedding banquet. If marriage would not happen, we would have no celebrations for those entering heaven. Our Father calls the bride. He called Kira to be an earthly bride for October 23, 2021. He called Wayne and he called Rosie to his heavenly banquet. One day we will come back together in a different realm and realize that there is no sting or fear of death if we trust God for our eternal future. Yeshua met with Sarah who laughed that such a thing could yet happen to her. I think we will giggle in awe when we see what is planned for those that love Him. You are busy now, but perhaps one day you will find time to read these scriptures. My class of about 40 people will spend 5 hours this Saturday and cover these stories. I have always loved studying the Bible. That is why I liked Cedar Valley, they came together to hash things out. Lol. We know how powerful Jesus' resurrection is and that must never to demeaned. In that faith we will resurrect. All the rest of this down here is spent on how to glory the Father with our lives.